You know, I was going to show California some love, just like the halftime show of the Super Bowl. But you know what? Fuck California, fuck Los Angeles, and fuck the Rams. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still going over on Facebook, although you wouldn't know it. Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? I know this is out a day later than I wanted it to be, but uh, <sighs> I just I I needed to decompress from that Super Bowl, that and the fact that I was on, like, less than four hours of sleep going into work. Um, did finalize the uh, targets, etc. spreadsheet. That all went out. That's in your mailboxes. Um, don't really have to do anything with it, but you may want to keep it around. I would uh, put it in a little folder, keep it for the upcoming season so you can look back look at some stats um might help in the draft process for 2022 don't want to get ahead of ourselves we are not into the 2022 season we still have to finish up the 2021 season which is going back through super bowl l x i no, it's L-V-I. God damn it, Hank. You fucking wrote it wrong again. God damn it. Fucking bastard tricked me on that. I sent out an email with that shit, too. Fucker. God damn it. Any which way, the LA Rams did end up becoming the Super Bowl champions for the 2021 season. 23-20 to 20 winners over the Cincinnati Bengals. Stat-wise, Matthew Stafford, 26-40 of 40, passing. 283 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, was sacked twice for 13 yards. Oof. Had a QBR rating of 60.8, his regular quarterback rating of 89.9. Cooper Cup, hey, <clears throat> did not complete his one attempt. Oh, my God. I thought for certain that motherfucker was going to get intercepted. Somebody was going to see it, but nobody was around it. Thank God for him. But uh, Matthew Stafford on the ground, three carries for six yards. Good for a 2.0 average. Basically had a better average than everybody else who carried the ball outside of Cooper Cup. Uh, Cam Akers, 13 carries for 21 yards. A measly 1.6 average. Why the fuck he kept running? Uh, Daryl Henderson did return four for seven on the ground. 1.8 average. Uh, Sonny Michelle with a meager Two carries for two yards. Uh, good for a 1.0 average. Oof. Cooper Cup, though, on his lone carry. Nice little end around. Uh, one carry for seven yards. Receiving-wise, uh, you have your MVP of the Super Bowl, Cooper Cup. 
Caught 8 of 10 targets for 92 yards and two touchdowns. I'm still actually really surprised that Matthew Stafford was not the Super Bowl MVP. Having the two interceptions probably is what really hurt him. If he would have only had one, I guarantee you that it would have been him. But it was a nice cap off for Cooper Cup's season uh, in 2021. Odell Beckham went out with the ACL tear. Caught two or three targets in the first half, 52 yards and a touchdown. If Odell Beckham was still out there, I'm pretty sure we would not have seen this L.A. Rams offense stall out. Um, let's see here. Who else did we have? Um, Bryson Hopkins. Bryson Hopkins. What can I say about Bryson Hopkins? Got fucking Tyler Higbeat again. Tyler Higby got hurt in the conference championship game. In comes Kendall Blanton. In this game, Kendall Blanton gets hurt. In comes Bryson Hopkins. Catches all four of his targets for 47 yards. No, I would never have told you to go ahead and use Bryson Hopkins, even though his name was popping up on Saturday morning and on Sunday morning. There's no fucking way. I would have ever put anything on Bryson Hopkins' plate. I would have, like I had said the previous week, I would have probably went to the $1,600 Daryl Henderson, caught three of five targets for 43 yards. Um, you know, had seven touches in the game. Not great, but I would have rather had that three for 43, to be honest with you. I would have rather went for that than to try and say, oh, Bryson Hopkins was going to be you know, part of the game plan. He wasn't. He wasn't. If you think he was, you're fucking fooling yourself. Whoever the fuck said that is a fucking liar. A liar. Van Jefferson, congratulations on your second child. <laughs> Born uh, after the Super Bowl. Thank God the kid waited until after the Super Bowl to pop out. Uh, finished with four, uh, caught four of eight targets for 23 yards. Just was not a good game for Van Jefferson. I didn't even know his freaking girl was pregnant, let alone that might have been expecting a baby. Um, there was rumors of Odell Beckham also expecting a baby. Maybe they actually meant Van Jefferson. Um, that probably played a part in just why he wasn't, you know, effective in there whatsoever. Uh, and then you had, let's see, Cam Akers caught three of his four targets for 14 yards. Congratulations. Uh, let's see, Ben Scrotum Neck uh, caught two of his five targets for 12 yards. Um, Matthew Stafford had no interest in fucking throwing it to him, uh, which was really kind of funny. Uh, the only reason that I would have used <clears throat> and had used Ben Scrotum Neck was uh, basically I was expecting, you know, one kind of long bomb. And that would have been with him. Although with the Odell Beckham injury and him forcing him in there, basically there was going to be no there was going to be no surprise. You know they were running too you know too high safety, uh, trying to keep everything in front of them. That plays more into Cooper Cup's game than it does uh, with Scrotum Neck. So it is what it is. Um, what the fuck? 
Quick, give me NBA lineup alerts, DK. Jesus Christ. On the other side, we have Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, 22 of 33, 263 yards passing and a touchdown, one touchdown, seven sacks for 43 yards. Weird thing. He had a QBR rating of 39.7, but his, you know, the regular quarterback rating um, had a 101. How the fuck does that work? How does Stafford have a QBR rating of 60.8, a quarterback rating of 89.9, and then you look at Burrow at 39.7 QBR and a 101 quarterback rating? That makes no fucking sense. No fucking sense whatsoever. That QBR rating is broken. Broken. Um, Should have been a better day. We will get into that one once we kind of go get through these stats here. Uh (laughs) Actually should have had three. Uh, the second touchdown uh, pass actually was from Joe Mixon. Uh, one, from, one for one through the air. Six-yard touchdown to T. Higgins. Actually, both TDs were to T. Higgins. Uh, good day. Actually, pretty decent day for Joe Mixon. As far as on the ground, 15 carries for 72 yards, 4.8 average. Uh, was pretty much ripping off uh, at, you know, not a you know efficient, but uh, with that four point eight average, he had a long of fourteen. He had a couple of those. Uh, a lot of those were one two yard carries, and then he'd rip off you know a ten a ten yard plus. So not bad. You'll take it from Joe Mixon. He got the fucking four point throwing touchdown on there. Uh, might as well get into the receiving with him. <laughs> If you're playing on DK, you got a free fucking five points. Uh, him catching five of six targets for a measly one yard. That's the broken part of full point PPR. So it is what it is. Uh, Jamar Chase, I'm surprised, only got one carry. Uh, went for four yards there. Joe Burrow, uh, two carries for three yards. Got walloped on the fucking sideline, man. Walloped. Fucking just annihilated. Samaj P. Ryan, guy that really should never have been on the field in the certain points of the game. Two carries for zero yards. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to P. Ryan, too. Uh, T. Higgins, as far as receiving here, caught four of seven targets for 100 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, longest was a 75-yarder, which he did face mask, but I'm really glad they didn't call it because it was against Jalen Ramsey. And you know my feelings on there. Fuck Ramsey. Jamar Chase caught five of eight targets for 89 yards, no touchdowns. Longest was a 46-yarder. Yes, he should have had another one. Uh, He should have had another catch. This one would have went for a touchdown. If you go back and you watch the last play of the game, and I had actually noticed that that Burrow's eyes were downfield right before he had rush, got rushed, and he tried to do that little dump off the Samaj P. Ryan, uh, which pretty much you know wobbled out and hit the ground. But uh, Jamar Chase had Jalen Ramsey on him, flying down the right side of the field. Uh, Jalen Ramsey fucking fell flat on his face, which is fucking hysterical in its own right. Jamar Chase was wide open. All Burrow had to do was get it to him. Of course, he needed the time to get it to him. Pocket broke down. Got taken down. It sucks. 
it really fucking sucks because that was the game winner right there. So, but it is what it is. It played out how it played out. Uh, Tyler Boyd still sticking by that call. Caught five or six targets for 48 yards. It kind of went away from Tyler Boyd a little bit more than I thought they were going to. Uh, one of the reasons was because uh, of all people, fucking Mike, Mike Thomas was out on the field for whatever reason to catch his lone target for 17 yards. What the fuck? You used Higgins, Chase, and Boyd all fucking year. All fucking year. In the playoffs, it was just those three. And you threw it to fucking Mike Thomas. What the fuck? Why is he out there? There's no fucking trick plays here. Throw it to your three best fucking wide receivers. Holy hell. Holy fucking hell. Uh, CJ Uzoma. We passed on him. It was a good deal. Uh, caught both of his targets, though, for 11 yards. Um, the knee, I mean, it looked like it was bothering him before the game. So that was a pretty easy call. Uh, another guy that made it out of the field, who <laughs> basically wasn't there for the whole fucking playoffs, uh, running back Chris Evans, caught one of two targets for three yards. Why is he out there? <sighs> Samaji P. Ryan, one target, done, no catches. We know how that one ended up. The thing that really pissed me off about this game uh, from the offensive standpoints was the fact that L.A. continually kept trying to run the ball with Akers ineffectively, and Sonny Michelle only had two fucking carries. Like, he was your better back. The second, the second half of the year. I understand it. You got a commitment to fucking Cam Akers, but man, give Sony Michelle a little bit more of a chance than two fucking rushes. Terrible, fucking terrible, fucking terrible. Um, Cincinnati. We talked about the Jamar Chase touchdown. Uh, that was not to be. Samaj P. Ryan, why the fuck is he on the field at critical moments? The fourth down rush. The fourth down <laughs> reception. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I was waiting for them to say, well, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon was banged up. He, you know, you know, might have sprained his ankle on a play. Samaj P. Ryan came in. Okay, I keep, you know. Turn a blind eye and fucking say, all right, all right, that makes sense. But that's not what happened. They just used plays that had Samaje P. Ryan in there. Like, get the fuck out of here. How much are you paying fucking Joe Mixon? Get him out there on the goddamn field and utilize him the way that you're supposed to. Just unfucking believable. Uh, as far as defense is concerned, that fourth down play. You also had uh, Mr. Aaron Donald line up off sides. That was the second time in the fucking game. It was the second time in the game that it happened. They just let him get away with it. Yet We're not talking like a little bit. It was the whole fucking helmet of Aaron Donald was over the line. Just fucking terrible. Terrible. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, when you get really good wide receivers... 
elite, near elite wide receivers, you can fucking, you can play him against Jalen Ramsey. Fuck Jalen Ramsey. You had both T. Higgins and Jamar Chase beat Jalen Ramsey. Now, as far as the one with Higgins turning the mask, I still think Higgins catches the ball, but he's probably tag you know he's probably tackled at that spot. But that's still a pa- that still was probably going to be a completed pass over Ramsey. So I'm not scared about a- I'm not scared of fucking Ramsey. I never have been. We talked about this way back when when the Rams and the Green Bay Packers were playing. I said fuck it. You can play you can play who you want against them in the passing game. You could use Aaron Rodgers, you could do, use Devontae Adams. It worked out. So not scared there. Um the <laughs> the Phantom holding call against uh Logan Wilson was Unfucking believable. Including the uh, non call on the face mask. <laughs> you don't call shit the whole fucking game until the last fucking three minutes of that fucking game? Are you fucking kidding me? Now I've heard him say. Oh, it was a, it was a, probably a makeup call. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! That is not a makeup call. That is a bullshit fucking call on Logan Wilson. There replay even showed there was nothing there. So it sets the Rams up with first and goal. I mean, you get another four shots, and then they got another pass interference. Sets it up at the fucking one. Just, I don't know. NFL refing has just been absolutely horrendous. So if you had Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford in a lineup with Cooper Cup, T. Higgins, and let's see here. I can actually give you the winning lineups, but I think if you had Hopkins or if you used Daryl Henderson, I think you would have worked out in a five. But you might not have been able to afford it. You probably you'd have to go with Joe Mixon, probably. You must whip it. But uh, here, I'll actually give you the winning lineups. Um, let's find the core. Let's find the one million the first. So of course, this got tied up. We got tied up a lot. Whew. Eleven thousand to first. Not surprising. One hundred five point five one. Uh, MVP Cooper Cup. I said you didn't have to pay. You didn't have to pay up for Cooper Cup, so you might as well do it. Um, Bryson Hopkins. Ugh, just fucking stupid. T Higgins, Joe Mixon, and Matthew Stafford. So that was the winning lineup over on FanDuel. Let's see if the other contest was the same. The 56K to first. Yeah, it was the winning one over there, too. Um, Let's see. Let's go to Yahoo. My contest uh, completed. 
give me the I want to see this one do 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 do, do. really <laughs> this one yeah so yahoo this was a uh, 5k to first 10 max entry special um and I'll tell you I'll tell you how fucking stupid this is too and I didn't even realize how close I was to first in this contest. So Cooper Cup in uh, the MVP spot, Matt Stafford, Odell Beckham, T. Higgins, and uh, L.A. Rams defense. My lineup had the same uh, the the same four that I started with, but Tyler Boyd. So the L.A. Rams had eight points. Tyler Boyd had seven point three points. So I missed out on first by point. Uh, fucking uh, Burkholz is going to laugh at this one. Uh, by point seven points. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> if there was a lot of ties on it, so it ended up coming up because it's fucking uh, DK or uh, Yahoo, but uh, it ended up. <laughs> It was like 130 bucks versus 120. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Like, are you really fucking kidding me? So I, it must have been like 120 players the first, and then here's here comes old D Roy with his lineup. He got the 120. <laughs> oh, I tied with a shitload too. Oh god, how gross is that? Uh, let's see. Let's go to DraftKings. <laughs> Oh, uh, you can tell it's the end of the season because I just don't give a fuck. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I did. Um, let's see, recent. Uh, we'll do the one million dollar play action. One hundred k to first. Ugh. Uh, top score was one hundred thirty point three six. Uh, Captain Spot, I had said, you know, we could use Tyler Boyd. They, they used T. Higgins uh, there for 43.5. Then Cooper Cup in a regular flex. Like I said, put Cup in a regular flex, right? You're not going to pay up for it. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Joe Mixon, fucking Bryson Hopkins, and Tyler Boyd. So... Oh, man. Bryson Hopkins. Let's see. Four for 47. So that was, what, 8.7. Daryl Henderson would have been oh, 7.3. Uh, would have been 8 points. So you would have missed it by 0.7 with Daryl Henderson. Yeah, there's just nothing you could do. Nothing you can do. I think that's just really the optimal. They paid. They paid a hell of a lot to have that lineup in there. Huh. Sucks. Sucks a big bag. Big bag. Big bag of dicks. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the end of the 2021 NFL DFS season. Uh, we had one gentleman that came close to winning over eight grand. He got screwed towards the end there. Took uh, just under 900. I think it was just under 900. I'm not exactly looking at it either. Um, it sucks. 
every score that you have is as fragile as fuck the whole game. That's why, like, when I was leading the the two showdowns, the one that I got first and then the one that I got uh, second place, the the second one, which was the Dallas-Philadelphia one, you know, I'm sitting here watching it. Um, God, what was that? It's like, oh, it was one of the Saturday night games. So, you know, I'm up, I'm watching it. The other one was like a... I think it was a Monday showdown slate. So I only watch uh, Sunday night football and Monday night football till halftime because I ha- I have to go to bed, right? And, uh, you know, I- I'm near the top. You know, I think I might have been leading. Uh, at the very worst, I was, like, second, third place or whatever. And I'm like, you know... If it wins, it wins. It's, I don't know. You know, it's, it could go completely to shit. And that's when I woke up. I woke up two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Fucking winner, thousand dollar winner, and uh, it's great. If I make money in a fucking showdown slate, I'm just happy. When I get first, it's fucking amazing. So. It is what it is. We're going to continue to work on showdown slates and stuff like that. You know, uh, you're in, you're out. We're going to get better at those. Um, going to kind of use some of the, going to kind of use some of those showdown slates to kind of look at uh, lineup building and stuff during the week too. Um, I think we do a really good job getting our lineups together. Now there needs to be more questions. There needs to be a lot more questions. Um, Especially just show you know, showing me your actual lineup that you're rolling with. Um, understanding that, you know, if you're going to show me a full lineup, it needs to be something that is agreed upon within my write-up. Uh, stuff that we've talked about, right? If you have something different um, in there, it's fine. But you need to explain it first and how you got to that point of using them because you know I'm going to have questions on it. And I'm not I'm not trying to be a dick, even if I come off as a dick. Let's just face it. I'm a complete asshole. But if there's something different, you need to explain that to me, why it's in there. And how you came about to putting him in there. Not just saying, well, I have a good feeling about it. No, you need to explain why you have, like, how do we go? Just like Joe Mixon versus Saquon Barkley, right? Uh, just two arbitrary names. Well, I think, I think, I think Saquon, I think Saquon's do. No, you can't do that. You gotta, I like, uh, his matchup against the defense, they're 26 in, in uh, DVOA rush defense. Uh, so-and-so was hurt uh, in the linebacking position and at D-tackle, so I think they're going to have a really good run in there. I can live with it. I can go, look, I'm not on it, but if you're on it, fine, as long as you can come up with a really good reason for it. It's it's Like I said, <clears throat> When you go, I just, I just, I have a good feeling about it. He's due, stuff like that. 
I'm going to go, no. No, you need to change that up. And then this is when I start getting into arguments with people. Um, if and I mean, if you really want to have the argument, we can we can do a voice chat together where I just launch into a tirade. But I don't like getting mad on Sundays. I don't like getting mad on the weekend at all. I try to relax. Try to relax. But it is what it is. Uh, let's do some uh, news and notes here before we get going, get moving on here. We're almost at half an hour. Um, but let's see. Uh, Vikings are going to introduce new head coach Kevin O'Connell on Thursday. This is a former offensive coordinator for those Super Bowl winning L.A. Rams. Uh, Super Bowl win had total audience of 112.3 million. I wonder where that puts that at. Um, wonder if it gives it a six percent increase over the 95.2 million viewers who saw the Tampa Bay Bucks last year. Interesting. Interesting. 11.2 million streamed it on the on the cock on the cock of P. Let's see here. Oh, what is this? Cincinnati Bengals assistant Al Golden will become Notre Dame's new defensive coordinator, agreeing to a three-year deal. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Let's see. Simone Biles, the gymnast. Gymnast uh, who has uh, anxiety issues, apparently, uh, is getting married to Houston Texans defensive back Jonathan Owens. Congratulations. That's all we're going to say there. I uh, will set the over-under at 2.5 years. Probably because she's going to quit. Uh, let's see here. Rodgers and Mahomes are the betting co-favorites for 2022 NFL MVP. Interesting. You want to go through this list? Oh, let's go through this list real quick. I don't think. Can I switch it? No. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, they are seven to one, seven and one. Uh, Josh Allen is nine to one. Joe Burrow twelve to one. Justin Herbert fourteen to one. Matthew Stafford fifteen to one. Derrick Henry eighteen to one. Lamar Jackson twenty two to one. Dak Prescott twenty two to one. Cooper Cup twenty five to one. Kyler Murray twenty five to one. Russell Wilson thirty to one. Jonathan Taylor thirty to one. And Tom Brady is still on this list at forty five to one. I don't think I'd go Aaron Rodgers on that one. Not for a three-time. I got I wish I knew what the schedule was. I don't even think they have the team matchups yet. Um, Josh Allen looks pretty good at 9-1. Justin Herbert, though, in his third year? Maybe he'd have to get past Patrick Mahomes, though. At 14-1, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Lamar Jackson having a bounce back at 22-1? to Hmm? Maybe. Maybe. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Maybe that'll be something in mind uh, later this year. 
Uh, Kyler Murray says, nonsense is is not what I'm about. I am not about the nonsense. I think you are. You're nonsense. Uh, Champion Rams, I have planned to do it all over again. No. No. Uh, Yesterday, Oakland had a memorial for... for, uh, Former football co- uh, head coach uh, John Madden at their Coliseum. I didn't watch. I didn't get to watch it. I have to check it out on YouTube. But uh, that was kind of a nice set of all of them. Um, last but certainly not least, something fun that I kind of wanted to go through. So they ESPN has put together their uh, best NFL fits for top fifty free agents twenty twenty two. Uh, let's take a look through this real quick. Um, jump to the top. Oh, so let's see. Number one uh, is Devonte Adams, wide receiver for the Packers. Best team fit: Las Vegas Raiders. I'd say no. Uh, two is Teron Armstead, offensive tackle. They have him going to Jacksonville. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Ah, three, Mike Williams, wide receiver. Best team fit, Cleveland Browns? Maybe. He's not a number one, and I certainly would not put Donovan Peoples-Jones as a number one on the outside either. So that means you're playing with two number twos and Landry in the slot. I don't agree with that. Uh, Chris Godwin. Best team fit, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, staying back there. Uh, I think so, too, especially after the after the knee injury. So he's probably going to stick there. I don't think anybody's going to want to really go after him. Jesse Bates, safety for the Bengals, staying with the Bengals. Orlando Brown Jr., the offensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs, staying in Kansas City. Uh, Marcus Williams, safety. Uh, he was for the New Orleans. Um, <clears throat> best team fit, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Von Miller, lineback- outside linebacker, best team fit, L.A. Rams. Yeah, I can see that. Can they afford it, though? Uh, Tyron Matthews, safety, uh, returning to the Kansas City Chiefs, they say. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., <laughs> Tore his ACL. When was this fucking written? Uh, ooh, it was actually written today. Odell Beckham Jr. They have fitting in with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now they could sign him, sign him to a low impact deal, and wait for him to uh, come back from the knee injury. But that's the same fucking knee. As the same knee that he tore that ACL in. So, I don't know. For me, <clears throat> personally, I think Odell should actually just take the season off um, and come back in 2023, but that's kind of just my feeling. Carlton Davis of the Buccaneers, best team fit, Seattle Seahawks. Eh. Eh. I don't mind throwing over him. Harold Landry the third. Oh, going back to Tennessee, hey? Yeah, I think so, too. That's the best fit for him. Brandon Sheriff, guard of the uh, uh, Cobra Commanders. 
it's going to take me a minute. I wanted to say douche canoes so bad, uh, but it is the Cobra Commanders of Washington. Uh, best team fit, Carolina Panthers. They could use some help there. Uh, Allen Robinson, wide receiver for the Bears. Best team fit, Indianapolis Colts. Hmm. Cross from Michael Pittman? I don't hate it. I don't hate it for the right price. Uh, Randy Gregory, defensive end. They have him returning to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Chandler Jones, outside linebacker, returning to the New England Patriots. Jadavion Clowney of Tennessee. Have him going to... Oh, no. I'm sorry. Clowney went to Browns. He's, they're saying he remains with the Browns. Duh. Uh, Trent Brown, offensive tackle. Baltimore Ravens, eh? Hmm. Hmm. That's probably a pretty good fit right there. J.C. Jackson, cornerback. Cornerback. Going to Arizona. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. I don't hate it. Hassan Reddick, outside linebacker, returning to the Panthers. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Going to Pittsburgh, huh? You think he might go to Pittsburgh? I don't think so. I don't know. He's probably still going to try to command a bigger paycheck, and I don't think Pittsburgh's got the money for it. Uh, DJ Shark, wide receiver, Jacksonville. Hurt before the, uh, or no, a couple games into the season. Uh, best team fit, Atlanta Falcons. Eh. Uh. I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea. They might need somebody to replace because they're going to need somebody to replace Calvin Calvin Ridley. They're going to have to. Uh, Dalton Schultz of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Best team fit, New York Jets. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that would suck. <laughs> that would really suck. Um, considering the fact that Blake Jarwin cannot stay fucking healthy, um, you would think that Dallas will try to try to definitely keep Dalton Schultz in there. Um, but in New York Jets, man, they need a tight end really bad. I don't hate that. I don't hate it. I don't know how good he would be for fantasy, but I don't hate it. Uh, Quandre Diggs, safety for the... Uh, Seattle Seahawks, they have him going to the Texans. Okay, probably overpay for him. Uchenna Nwuzu, outside linebacker, uh, returning to the L.A. Chargers. Um, Mike Gazicki, tight end for Miami. Guess where they have him going? Instead of playing with Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, I'm going to the Chargers playing with Justin Herbert. Ugh. I mean, he's a younger tight end. Um, they're really playing with fire. Uh, if they go with what they have right now with Jared Cook. <laughs> Jared Cook. Holy shit. Jared Cook turns 35. Holy shit. I forgot how old he was. Damn. Uh, but I, I actually would like Kaziki in that offense. But I think he would be a little bit up and down, just more like what uh, Hunter Henry was when he was in L.A. 
Uh, Ryan Johnson, return uh, center, returning to Tampa Bay. James Daniels, uh, guard, going to the New York Giants. Meh. Meh. I don't know. I don't even think the fucking Bears want him, though, to be honest with you. Uh, Darius Williams, corner for the L.A. Rams, uh, going Tampa Bay, maybe? If Carlton Davis is out? Wow. can see that. Ooh, Charvarius Ward, uh, corner for the Kansas City Chiefs. They have him going to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to make that fucking mistake again. You're going to make that mistake. You are not good with former uh, Kansas City corners. Uh, Bradley Bozeman, returning uh, center, returning to Baltimore. Uh, Cam Robinson, offensive tackle for Jacksonville. Uh, best team fit, the Chicago Bears. It would make sense, and it would be an improvement. Uh, but you should probably be putting him at a right tackle, right? I would think so. Uh, Connor Williams, um, offensive guard. God, he was with the Cowboys, wasn't he? Eh. Uh, they have him going to the Cincinnati Bengals. That wouldn't be a bit. Actually, that's not a bad free agency deal. Uh, Andrew Norwell, guard. Uh, oh, that'd be just a return to uh, Jacksonville. Rasul Douglas. Oh, the corner for the Packers. They won't be able to throw him around any money. Best team fit, the Buffalo Bills. That would improve Buffalo Bills. That would be a nice, nice, nice fit for him. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba, defensive end, returning to the Miami Dolphins. Jameis Winston, uh, best team fit, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. But they did say that the Saints could be a factor here, too. So, uh, Lakin Tomlinson, uh, he was San Francisco. Uh, going to the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if that's a really good fit for the Dolphins. I guess maybe. Hmm. He would know the he would know the the run scheme that McDaniel would want to run. So I guess it's not too bad. Christian Kirk to the Detroit Lions? No. No. Hold on. Why it makes sense. With $20 million in cap space and one of the league's weaker receiving cores, the Lions are well-positioned to sign a high-caliber player to bolster the passing game. That Kirk can line up inside or out will help his free agency profile. You don't want a fucking slot wide receiver, which is basically Christian Kirk, man. Oh, my God. That would be a terrible fit. Terrible. No. I like Christian Kirk. Just not with Detroit. Uh, Michael Gallup for the Dallas best team fit, Chicago Bears. Yes, because that's what you need. You need an oft-injured wide receiver, especially after he just tore his fucking ACL, he dumbasses. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback, Denver Broncos, best team fit, Houston Texans, because... Why the fuck not? Juju Smith-Schuster, best team fit, the Philadelphia Eagles. So he's going to stay in Pennsylvania 
Just not in Pittsburgh. That is... Eh, in the slot. He's got to play slot. He's got to play slot. You drafted Quez Watkins for the fucking slot role. Why the fuck would you get Schuster? Good Lord. Uh, Devondre Campbell, inside linebacker. Best team fit. Green Bay Packers. Can he? Can he? Uh, anything get him a bonus. Uh, Dwayne Brown, they have re- uh, offensive tackle. They have returning to Seattle Seahawks. Leighton, Leighton Vendorish, inside linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. They have best team fit to Houston Texans. Houston. Uh, that'd be a terrible loss for Dallas in the middle. I mean, you got Parsons, but Vanderesh is kind of a glue guy. He's been solid too when he's been on the uh, been on the uh, field. So I don't know. Rob Gronkowski, best team fit, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, we're saying he's retiring. Uh, Brian Allen, center for the the. Uh, L.A. Rams, they have best team fit, Chicago Bears. Imagine that. Uh, Austin Corbett, offensive guard for the Rams, returning to the Rams. David and okay, David Njoku, right? Tight end for the Cleveland Browns. They have best team fit, the Cleveland Browns. No. Please get David Njoku out of fucking Cleveland. You know where he would be really good? That's your Chargers tight end right there. Njoku would be awesome. That dude's built like a fucking truck. Dude's built like a fucking truck, dude. Oh, my God. That'd be such a good fit. And then at number 50, uh, Terrell Edmonds, who was safety for, uh, good Lord, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Best team fit, the New York Jets. Jets can use a lot, though, so makes sense, but <sighs> I think that's about it. We're in about 46 minutes, unless you want to gra- see all the grading of the new new coaching hires. I wonder how they graded this. Oh, we're not going through that. Fuck that. Yeah, I think we're done for the day. Um, one more episode left for season three of the podcast uh it would be season six overall for content uh and then we move on to season four of the podcast and season seven of all the seasonal content so we're gonna go through next episode we're gonna look ahead we're gonna talk about stuff that's gonna happen this off season and uh talk about a couple of trips that it might be going on. Yes, I said a couple because I just booked another one today. So until tomorrow, man, we've come a long way. We've come a long way, but it's got to get better. It's got to get better. Everybody wins fucking championships next season. You win a championship. You win a championship. You win a DFS contest. You win a GPP. GPP for you, 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 you.